1: Every day.
2: And you are indeed locked on magic. Today is December 26th, 2017. My name is Philip Rossman Reich. I'm the expert and site editor over at OrlandoMagicDaily.com. I hope everyone who's listening had a very Merry Christmas, no matter how you celebrate it. I'm Jewish, so I don't really, I only really celebrate it by eating Chinese food and watching basketball all day, although I did have to go into work. Um, on, on a Mon- on a Monday which which happens and I don't mind doing that so I hope however you chose to celebrate the the civic holiday the religious holiday whatever however that that day whatever that day means to you I hope you had a very good day uh, as I hope you have a very good day every day but it being a holiday and it being special to some people I hope you especially had a good day. On Monday, and we had a great day of basketball as well. Five, I thought, fantastic games. Um, all the games that I was able to watch, uh, really, all five games came through. I mean, the the New York Philadelphia game was fun. Uh, the the uh, sh- obviously Cleveland Golden State was fantastic. Uh, Oklahoma City Houston was solid. Boston Washington was solid, and and even Minnesota LA had its moments, especially with the inside the NBA crew on the call for the game. So a very great day of basketball, great showcase. Of the NBA, obviously not everyone healthy. Stephen Curry was out, Lonzo Ball was out, uh, among plenty others, but a a great showcase of the NBA, and for many people, it is the official beginning of the NBA season, or at least when a lot of casual fans get their first look at the league and begin to pay attention more closely. Uh, Of course, we do have a bit of news to talk about here on the podcast. Uh, I'm not going to talk too much about the Orlando Magic game against the Miami Heat on Tuesday because this issue is so prevalent Uh, I'm not going to talk much about the Magic's loss to the Washington Wizards on Saturday, although I'll talk about it incidentally with uh, what we're going to talk about on today's show. And of course, if you have not heard, and and, and maybe you haven't because it's the holiday season and you want to block out anything that will make you a Grinch, which is one of the reasons why I didn't do a show on Monday, even with this breaking news, if you haven't heard, Nikola Vucevic is out for an extended period of time, so we'll talk all about Nikola Vucevic's injury and uh, the ramifications of that injury here on today's episode. Let's dive right in, though. If you didn't hear the news in the first quarter, the first quarter of the Magic's loss to the Washington Wizards on Saturday, Nikola Vucevic was posting up Jan Mahinmi and got hit in the hand and ended up breaking the metacarpal uh, on his uh, left uh, on his left hand, I believe it was. Um. Uh, uh, uh. The left index finger. The first. The metacarpal of his left index finger. Um. It, it, no matter which finger it was, I'm, I'm not 100 sure. But no matter which finger it was, Diklovucic will require surgery. Uh. Both. Uh. uh both. Uh. Shams Chenaria Ch- Ch- and. Uh, uh. Adrian Wojnarowski of ESPN.com reporting that it's going to be six to eight weeks. The Magic are officially saying that he is out indefinitely. No matter which way you slice it. Nikola Vucevic is going to be out for quite some time for this Orlando Magic team. And that's obviously not good. Uh, Not good in a ton of ways as the Magic right now are hurt. They are the walking wounded. And to be out six to eight weeks is obviously a huge blow to the team. Um, Vucevic was having an incredible bounce back season this year. Now, uh, After struggling so much in, uh, in last, year's, last year with, with all the changes, um, Vucevic had upped his scoring average back to 17.8 points per game, as well as 9.6 rebounds per game, shooting a 54% effective field goal percentage. His ability to stretch out to the three-point line, while his three-point shooting has been a bit iffy at times, stretching all the way out to the three-point line has actually has helped unlock the offense, turned it into a, a decent offense for a good chunk of the season. As the injuries have mounted for this team, Nikola Vucevic became the cent- central focus of the offense, and, and he was doing a pretty darn good job trying to do whatever he could to get this team some victories. Since Evan Fournier's injury seven games ago, Nikola Vucevic is a- was averaging 22.1 points per game and 12.6 rebounds per game. Per game. Obviously, those were all still losses. There's only so much he could do. It included his first career triple-double, but Nikola Vucevic was doing everything he could, even defensively. He was taking some steps forward and it was very clear that he was playing uh, at a much higher level on the defensive end. To say the least, this is a big loss for the Orlando Magic, because not only are you still out Aaron Gordon and Evan Fournier and Terrence Ross, now you're out Nikola Vucevic. That's four, star, four players who started on opening night that are out at the moment. And so, of course, it made sense that the Magic just were not able to get the momentum or able to keep momentum or defend at all against the Washington Wizards in a 130-103 to 103 loss on Saturday. The Magic are in a bind right now. And Nikola Vucevic's injury only further throws them into that bind. Further on top of that, Nikola Vucevic was probably the most impactful player on this Magic team. Uh, by almost, not almost every metric, but by many metrics, Nikola Vucevic was kind of a, a central focus to the Magic playing well. His minus .2 net rating was positive until uh, at least start entering Friday's game against the New Orleans Pelicans. Another loss. So the Magic were a much better team. Essentially, we're we're a, a positive team with Vucevic on the floor. That minus .2 net rating that the Magic have while Vucevic is on the floor still ranks as the best on the team. Even even with some low minute guys, he's better than that. Better than them. Evan Fournier is right behind him. So again, the Magic are missing two are missing several key players at the moment, and Nikola Vucevic is absolutely one of them. There had already been some trade rumors beginning to pop out about Vucevic, which you could take as a compliment that yeah, Vucevic still has a lot of value in this league. And Orlando, and obviously Vucevic has has had his detractors. And had his naysayers, and, and and a lot of the criticism is honestly fair. I think we've seen in five years exactly who Vucevic is and understand his flaws and his limitations and the limitations he puts on this team. Well, uh, I, th- I honestly, I think Zach Lowe put it best. Zach Lowe of ESPN.com put it best in a, in a recent 10 Things column when he was talking about Alfred Payton's uh, defense and, and defensive uh, mishaps. He said that Nikola Vucevic is playing some really good defense right now. But everyone knows he has to be completely locked in defensively to, get, to, to play at a high enough level defensively. If he's giving 80%, that's not good enough for, for him. We were seeing in the last few weeks Vucevic playing at that high level defensively that the Magic need him to play at. And he was more than passable. And so this injury comes at the absolute worst time for him while he is perhaps playing at least some of his best basketball, if not his best basketball, in a Magic uniform. Again, the bottom line is, they were coming in losses. And for the big picture, for those that do do kind of understand these, these things as well, it looks like Vucevic will not be back until at least the All-Star break. Six weeks from today, or six weeks from now, will be the weekend before the NBA trade deadline. And it seems, it, it, at your most optimistic, it seems like Vucevic will be back then, the reasonable answer might be he will be back shortly after the All-Star break, and the pessimist might say March at the earliest. To say the least, that probably kills any chance of involving him in trades, because I don't think any team looking to make a deal for a player like Vucevic will be making a trade until they see him healthy and on the floor. And so this is the bind, that's a huge bind that the Magic are in, obviously, heading into the trade deadline, but obviously also a huge bind heading into the rest of the season. The Magic are in a very difficult place. As I mentioned, four starters from opening night are out at the moment. The only silver lining, perhaps, is that Evan Fournier and Aaron Gordon appear to be close to returning to the lineup. John Hammond, uh, or Orlando Magic general manager, was on Magic drive time with Dante Marcatelli uh, late last week, I believe it was Thursday. And said that there is hope. Then this was Thursday. There is hope that Aaron Gordon and Evan, that Evan Fournier will be back by Tuesday's game against Miami, another team who's facing a lot of injuries. Hassan Whiteside was just upgraded to questionable after being out since November, since the end of November. Um, I don't think that means he'll play on Tuesday, but again, there, there are, that's to show that they're hurt as well. But Fournier might be back Tuesday, and Hammond said Aaron Gordon should be back so- shortly after, and Jonathan Isaac, of course, could be back within that same time frame as well. So I mean, it it, it does, you know. The, again, one of the reasons why I wanted to do this podcast now, instead of maybe doing it, instead of maybe doing it, um, you know, right after, is to let some of these emotions die down. Because Saturday night things did look extremely bleak, and and things do look extremely bleak. But there is a silver lining that some guys could come back. But let's be completely real here, too. These injuries have thrown the magic season into the abyss. The combination of all the injuries, the team's poor play, the team's uh, lack of competitive edge, whatever you want to call it, have suddenly thrown this magic season from optimistically looking like a playoff team or competing for the playoffs to now we are already talking about the deep lottery. As things stand today, the Magic are fifth in lottery position. They are closer to getting the top overall pick in the draft than they are the playoffs. They're seven games back here at this Christmas break, nearing the midpoint of the season about what? Less than 10 games from the midpoint of the season. They're seven games back of the final playoff spot and only two and a half games ahead of the worst record in the league. There is a certain point where reality sets in, where stats are what they are, where teams are who they are. And it's usually about this time of year, at about game 35, about the midpoint of the season. There's usually very little movement. And while it's true that Tuesday's opponent, the Miami Heat, did recover from a, what was it, an 11 and 30 first half of the season and finished the year 30 and 11 to come one game shy of the playoffs, you can see how much work it takes and how much work it would take to come out of this hole. And so, yes, the calls to tank, the calls to start lining up for draft picks. As frustrating as they are, gain plenty of currency. Of course, a favorite line of NBA players and a cliche that that, that we hear all the time from them is in this league, you can never get too high or too low. You're never as bad as you are on your worst day, nor as good as you are on your best day. And certainly things are really bad right now for the Magic, having lost 18 of their last 21 games. And again, falling from 8-4 to 11-23. and 23. So I guess that's now 19 of their last 22. Getting players back will make this team better. Let's not kid ourselves. Having Aaron Gordon and Evan Fournier in the lineup together, along with Jonathan Isaac at full health, will help this team tremendously. They have been playing at a talent deficit. They haven't been getting as much as they need from players like Alfred Payton and from their bench. Brees Spates has gone through a massive cold streak. Aaron Aflalo cannot seem to find his shot either. The team has still lacked a lot of that drive. And probably the only player who has outplayed his expectations is Mario Wazonia. That obviously leaves a lot to be desired for the Magic. And so these injuries and an injury to such an important player as Nikola Vucevic has Orlando staring deep into the abyss. Whether they go into it, I don't know. I do know that I don't believe in tanking, not intentionally at least, and I don't think the players will would either. At the same time as you know the, the team seems to be falling down in the standings, we also need to talk about building a little bit of a culture. And giving in and quitting and succumbing to the losing is not how you build a culture. so if there's a purpose to the rest of the season, it is that. It is finding the drive, finding the fight that's been missing.
1: No matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax experts make them count. Did you say no to a big wedding and elope at the county courthouse? That's a move. Did you go back to school to get your degree? That's a move. Did you relocate for a fresh start? they'll make them count. See guarantee details at turbotax.com guarantees. Experts only available with TurboTax Live.
2: And delivering some beacon of hope, whether it comes in the form of wins or young players playing at an extremely high level. I don't want to put I don't want to be stating the, uh, the what's it called the the eulogy of the season. It's far too early to do that. But yes, as it has been for a while, the season, at least any productive winning from the season, is on the precipice. And already reports are suggesting the Magic will be very active in the trade market, trying to shed some of these salaries, as many of us expected they might. The season has quickly gotten off the rails for this team. And so now it's about getting healthy and finding some purpose again. And finding that purpose is going to start with a kind of figuring out what to do with the lineup the Magic have now. Because as good as Nikola Vucevic has been for this team and how much better the Magic have played with Nikola Vucevic on the floor, they have been that much worse with Bismack Biyombo on the floor. Vucevic's impact is real. And you can tell by looking at his net rating. Like I said, when Nikola Vucevic is on the floor, the Magic have a minus 0.2 net rating. They're, they're playing two point two points per 100 possessions, worse than their opponents. That is roughly a 500 team. So with Nikola Vucevic on the floor, the Magic are roughly a 500 team. I could run through the NBA math facts calculator right now, um, but you don't want to hear me have to click through that and I don't want to pause my recording. But with Nikola Vucevic off the floor, the Magic have a minus 13.6 net rating. Their offensive rating drops from 107 to to 94. That means you're scoring 94 points per 100 possessions. That's very bad if you're looking for a reference. And it makes sense that a lot of that correlates with their primary backup center, Bismack Biombo. Biambo is obviously not in there to score. And so the Magic will have to find a way to replace that offense that they're going to lose with Vucevic. And obviously, that's seen in the numbers as well. Where Biombo isn't providing the same offense, the offensive rating suffers. But what's surprising about looking at Biombo's on-off numbers is that the defense is not significantly better. Yes, the Magic signed Biombo to be a defender, and he is averaging a block per game and 2.4 blocks per 36 minutes. After struggling last year defending at the rim, giving up 58.8% shooting at the rim. This year he's down to a more manageable and solid 52.4%. We've seen Biombo make some blocks, plenty of blocks, regularly make these blocks, that Nikola Vujovic could never make. And so credit where credit is due, Bismack Biombo has played some significantly strong defense. But... Everything that Biombo seems to give you defensively, he takes away on the offensive end. With Biombo on the floor, the Magic have a minus 13.0 net rating, including a 93.5 offensive rating. A team's defensive rating is at 106.5. Again, slightly better than with Vucevic. He's around 107, 108, but not significantly better. The Magic as a team. Have a team best minus 1.7 net rating with Biombo off the floor. Again, Biombo has been a part of some of the Magic's worst lineups. That's not necessarily to say that Biombo is the reason. Consider this Biombo's played a lot with the bench, and the bench has been bad for the Magic this year, at least at the beginning of the year, or at least since the beginning of the year. And so playing with a lineup of DJ Augustin, Aaron Aflalo, Jonathan Simmons, and Maurice Spates has been bad. That's the most used lineup that Biombo has been a part of. They post 71.2 points per 100 possessions and a minus 21.1 net rating in 42 minutes of play. So again, Biombo has been part of some bad lineups. So maybe he isn't the cause. He's just been put in a lot of bad situations for him. And so these numbers reflect poorly upon him. Playing with the starters that he'll be playing with moving forward does not reveal any prettier of a picture. With Evan Fournier, the Magic have a 91.4 offensive rating and a 112 defensive rating. With Simmons, a 93.6 offensive rating and a 107 defensive rating. With Aaron Gordon in 115 minutes, a 99.8 offensive rating and a 114.4 defensive rating. With Alfred Payton in 72 minutes, a 109.7 offensive rating and a 116.2 defensive rating. The only outlier seems to be playing with Peyton, somehow makes Biombo and the lineups that Biombo's in more effective offensively. And when you break down those 72 minutes, there's not a large enough sample size to say anything for certain about any of those lineups. And so the evidence does seem fairly clear. The Magic play worse with Bismack Biombo on the floor, but they have not sincerely tried him playing with the starters, and so it's hard to tell if it's a product of the bad lineups or whether it's a product of Biombo, and that's going to be the big question that the Magic have to answer and have to figure out now that Vucevic is on the shelf. Who do you start at center? I imagine it's going to be Bismack biambo on Tuesday. And how do you get the most of those lineups? The, this is a huge question, and it just goes to how much the Magic will miss Vucevic. He had that much of an effect on their offense. He made the system work. And losing him is a big loss. But someone's got to step up. As everyone says around the league, it's next man up. There are no excuses. No one's going to stop. And as difficult as it might be, the Magic have to keep trying. They have to send some group out there. There have to be five guys on the floor. They have to keep trying and find a way to push through. That's the part that will not be easy. And certainly, having a player who's as limited as Biombo will not make that any easier. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. Again, the Orlando Magic take on the Miami Heat down at the American Airlines Arena on Tuesday. That game will tip off at 7.30. We'll have complete coverage of that game here on Locked on Magic on tomorrow's episode, of course. You can subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, or all the fun places you download podcasts to your podcast-enabled listening device. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at LockedOnMagic, as well as like us on Facebook at Magic. You can follow me on Twitter at underscore omd And of course, for the latest on the Orlando Magic, including an article breaking down Bismack beyond statistics, you can check out orlandomagicdaily.com. Be sure also to check out to submit a question to our mailbag. I'll be opening up the Orlando Magic Daily mailbag soon, so you can send any inquiry you have to the show, to the website, to me for the mailbag or for any other reason at omagicdaily at gmail.com. Of course, you can se- send your questions to me on Twitter at LockedOnMagic, at philipr underscore omd, or at omagicdaily. That's going to do it for me today. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Lockdown Magic. For Orlando Magic Daily and Locked On Magic, this has been Philip Rossman-Reich. I will see you all again next time on another episode of Locked On Magic. You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando Magic podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.